Hey everyone, welcome back. Today we are going to dive into Q2 planning. Q, yeah. Why did yep. that sound weird? Yep. <laughs> Quarter two, two planning. Already. <laughs> Quarter two already. I cannot believe it whatsoever, but here I we are. so excited. I love planning. I'm not excited that it's Q2. I'm excited that we're planning because I love planning. I'm a little excited for Q2 because it means weather-wise we're yes. <laughs> hitting spring and the weather's getting nicer and I just am tired of being cooped up in, in the house. Although so far spring has just equaled lots and lots of rain. So I'm still cooped up in the house, <laughs> but it yeah. feels friendlier. <laughs> yeah. We call, uh, in our family, we call spring mud season. Yeah. Totally makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> so today, any hoozy, we're going over our Q2 goals. We're going to tackle uh, a personal goal and a business goal and kind of run through how we set goals and have you guys kind of follow along. So here we go. Balancing building a successful business and being a superstar mom is hard. And yet, in today's digital world, it's more common than ever. The question becomes, how do we successfully grow a business and children at the same time? Join us for a candid conversation as we share our experiences and insights into marketing and motherhood. I'm Jessie Valle. And I'm Angela Reeder. Welcome to the Marketing Moms Podcast. All right. So... Starting out with the goals, I know we've done a lot of goal planning in the past, and in fact, we have an entire workshop on it. If you guys want to watch the replay of that, it is at marketingmomspodcast.com forward slash goal workshop. Yep. Marketingmomspodcast.com forward slash goal workshop. And in the goal workshop, we go over all of these parts of setting a goal and kind of analyzing that goal and making sure it's good in depth. But today, there are really four steps to setting a goal. We have setting the goal. We have running it through the smart filter. We have achieving the goal. And then we have our next steps. In this episode, we're going to focus on achieving the goals. And we've kind of already discussed what makes a good goal back in episode 28, and that was running it through the smart filter, making it a smart goal. And then for Q3, we'll go more in depth on the next steps. But for today, I mean, we're going through all of it, of course, Yeah. Um, but we're just going to focus on one area to go more in depth for this episode, and that is the achieving the goals portion. So that kind of gives you guys a rundown of what we're going to go over today, and uh, I'm really excited. Me too. We are goal junkies. <laughs> Goals, planning, planners, office supplies. Yeah, I was telling Angela earlier this week that I, on Instagram, saw an ad for this planner that looked really sexy and I clicked on it. And now every <laughs> planner known to man is targeting me on Instagram. And I'm just like, oh, they all look so pretty. I want I want to spend like a gajillion dollars on just planners. Yes. And then I'm like, wait a minute, I'm probably not even going to use them. <laughs> <laughs> I have a bad habit of that. Like I'll have a planner and then 
and I'll inevitably stop using it after like two weeks because I mean, maybe it's because I haven't found the right planner. Maybe a custom solution is it. Maybe I should go back to that I mean, planner I saw on Instagram. <laughs> that is the myth that if you find the perfect planner, you will actually use it. It's like how they say, if you find the perfect book, you'll like reading. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway. All right. Well... Let's jump into setting our Q2 goals. I want to also start by saying that reevaluating your goals every quarter or even more often is actually really important because it either reminds you that you're on the right track or you are ready to pivot, whether it's because you achieved the previous goal or you realized that previous goal wasn't the right one and it needs tweaking. Yeah, You really want to be able to go back and analyze and review and reflect every few months, minimum. Yeah. Yep. I love quarterly planning for that exact reason because monthly, I feel like I don't have time to like really get into the goal, but anything more than quarterly and I will absolutely forget what I was trying to accomplish. Oh yeah, for sure. So while we did on our goal workshop, we you know talked about setting goals for 2022. If you actually watch the, the replay, you'll find that we said, you know, let's kind of just focus on Q1. Yeah. <laughs> like setting goals for an entire year is nice, but you really probably want to just focus on Q1, what's right in front of you. So for us now, we're ready for Q2. And so that's what we kind of want to focus on right in front of us right now. And you can set as little or as many goals as you like. Today, Angela and I are going to give you one example each of a personal goal and a business goal. But don't feel like you're limited, although I probably wouldn't go any higher than eight even 10 seems too yeah. much. Don't go too high because then it's going to feel too overwhelming to attain. So uh, if anything, I'd start with one of each, a business and a personal. And then once you feel like you can handle that, then maybe bump it up. Yeah. Um, okay. So when we speak of personal goals, we're talking about well, I think it's pretty self-explanatory what a personal versus a business goal is. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to tackle the business goal and Angela's going to tackle the personal goal today. Yes. Anything you want to add before we jump in? No, nothing I can think of. I am excited to get started and to talk about our goals. Okay. All right. Part one is setting the goal. So this is where you really want to sit down and think about what your goal is, why it's important, and what kind of measurable outcome you have. So for me, on our business goal, my goal is going to be getting 100 people through our new sales funnel for our, our Marketing Moms book. And it's important to us because having a sales funnel in our business is going to help us generate leads that will hopefully turn into listeners and also getting some customers and getting a little bit of income coming into the business helps us 
pay for like the podcast hosting platform. Yep. You know, and we may have said this before, Angela and I do this for fun. Yeah. Like we're not we're not trying to, you know, build marketing moms into some ginormous empire. We're just trying to get our message out, help other moms with businesses and have fun. So for right now, it would be nice to cover expenses so that it's a business and not a hobby. Right. As we have so spoken about in the past. So that's why it's important to me is that maybe we can get a little bit of income coming in. We can grow our podcast listening base and the measurable outcome I want at least 100 people to visit the sales funnel. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean they're all going to buy. In fact, very few of those will probably buy. But I want to get at least 100 eyeballs, 100, I guess that would be 200 eyeballs <laughs> <laughs> on our new sales funnel, which that's part of the goal is finishing it because it's a work in progress right now. All right. What about you, Angela? What's the personal goal we're going to take a look at? All right. My personal goal is to exercise a little bit every day. Ooh. Yep. So what's the measurable outcome of that? Uh, so the measurable outcome of that is actually whether or not I exercised every day. <laughs> okay. So it's a yes or no. It's a pass-fail. Yes no. Yep. It's a pass And that's fail. the thing about measurable outcomes. For me, in the business school, it was an actual number, but it can also be a yes or no. Like, it just can it be measured? Can you know whether you've done it or not? Yep. All right. I like it. All right. So next, we're going to run each one of our goals through the smart filter, which again, if you want to know more about the smart filter and what S-M-A-R-T stands for, well, we'll go over that. But if you want to go through each one a lot more in depth, check out episode 28 of our podcast, What Makes a Good Goal. We go over those a lot more in depth. And also check out the, the goal workshop we did back in December. You can watch the replay. It Even though it says it's for planning for 2022, really it's very evergreen. And again, we kind of go quarter focused. So you can yeah. watch it anytime and it's just as valuable. So just know that if we go through things fast today, there are other places if you are more curious about that more in depth. And again, that was marketingmomspodcast.com forward slash goal workshop. Okay. Running my goal through the smart filter. It is specific because I like it's 100 people in the sales funnel. I will know when I have achieved that. Is there proof? How can I quantify it? For, so is it measurable? Yes. My answer is I want 100 people. Is it attainable? A, yeah, absolutely it's attainable. I actually hope for a lot more than 100 eyeballs or you know what I'm saying, 100 people going <laughs> to the sales funnel. Um, that's very attainable in sales funnel world. A hundred is, should be a very low bar. So I'm going to say yes. Is it realistic? Uh, you know, relevant. It is relevant because it really aligns itself with the goals we have for this podcast. And is it time bound? Well, in this episode, we're talking about Q2 goals. So my deadline <laughs> for reaching this is 
our Q3 episode. (laughs) (laughs) So yes, it is time bound. All right. So my turn. Okay. So is it specific? Yes. My goal is specific. Um, I have a very specific thing I'm trying to do, which is exercise a little bit every day. Uh, Is it measurable? Yes. Jesse and I just talked about that. It's a yes, no. Um, And of course, I'll probably give myself a little grace, but it's a yes, no. Is it attainable? Absolutely. Especially when exercising a little bit every day is, you know, I'm not talking an hour. If I can get a little bit in every day, it'll be more than I'm doing now and it will be progress. So yeah, it's attainable. Um, Is it relevant? Yes. I am working on improving my health And so this is a very relevant goal to help get me back into some healthier habits. And is it time bound? Yes, in this case, because we are working on Q2 and this is one of my Q2 goals to focus on. All righty. Love it. Okay. So next we're going into part three, which is achieving the goals. So kind of like I said, we blew through the first couple parts pretty quickly. This is the section we are really going to focus on for this episode. So achieving the goal. We're going to go through these a lot slower and analyze them a bit more. Question number one, why do I want to achieve this? So this is a really important question because it really does help you dig deep into the purpose of your goal. Like, so for example, um, I'm going to pull out something that's not one of our two examples here. If your, if your goal has to deal with making money, I want you to go further than that. Like, why do I want to achieve this? Cause I want to make money. No, like I want you to go deeper to find the truer meaning. Why do you want to make money? What are you going to spend it on? What is the deeper meaning of this goal that you have? Oh, because I want to put food on the table. Well, that's nice. (laughs) Oh, because I want a mansion. That's nice too. Like you do you. (laughs) You do you. But at the end of the day, you have to know for yourself why you want to achieve it. So – You got to dig deep on this. This is not surface level. So I want to achieve our business goal of getting 100 people to our sales funnel because for me, I want to achieve this because I want to give our sales funnel the biggest chance of success. Because if we have less than 100 people even see it, that's not going to let us know whether it was any good. It's not giving us a chance to get our message out there to share our marketing mom's book. It's, I mean, that's why we we did the book as we launched the podcast. Like Angela and I had a message. We wanted to help moms with businesses find that balance between work and life. Mm-hmm. So not only did we start the podcast, but we also wrote the book and it is doing nobody any favors if nobody ever sees that book. Right. So, I mean, that's partly our fault that we haven't pushed it a bunch in the last, what, nine months since we did yeah. it. But that's what I want to change. Yep. 
because I feel like even through our our podcast, um, we have some really great messages and I love listening back to our episodes. I listen to every single one of them. I listen when I edit them. I listen um, once they come out and I'm just like, you know, wow, that that's good. Like I need to listen to my own advice. Angela, she's on point. I need yeah. to listen to her more. And so it would I would love to have more people hear our message, whether it's in the book with the book funnel or if they move on and also we gain listeners to our podcast. So that is my deeper meaning. And you see I talk about it and hopefully you can feel my passion because again, I love the cat Angela. I know. <laughs> She is awesome. <laughs> um, I love this. I love us realistically having these conversations, talking about what being a business owner and a mom is all about. And I just, you can feel my passion. Like I want to get our message out. For me, it's not about a business. It's not about making money. It's about helping other moms who are like us because I know how powerful having others and hearing their experiences and feeling relatable. I know how important that's been for me. So I want to hopefully be that for other people now that I'm at the place where I've been in business for several years and I can help others starting out. Yep. So Angela, why do you want to achieve your goal? Uh, so my why I want to achieve this goal is not nearly as altruistic as Jesse's since I have a very personal <laughs> goal. Um, I want to achieve this goal because I want to improve my health. I am getting older, yuck. And I, <laughs> I've never been like huge on fitness or anything like that, but I am coming to the point in my life where I'm recognizing the importance of doing something for my body every day and just kind of keeping everything in shape and fit and moving and not letting myself get too sedentary. So that is my why I want this goal. I would beg to differ that your goal is not more altruistic. And I would also encourage you to dig deeper. Look, at look, I'm putting Angela on the spot right now. Oh, no. Because <laughs> your health does not just affect you. That's true. As a marketing mom, it affects your family. So when you spend that time to better yourself, and science proves that when you exercise, it improves your mood. And an improved yeah. mood in mama means an improved oh, yeah. mood in everybody. <laughs> That is true. And I also do want my kids to see a good example. I want them to see me doing stuff for my health and things that are, you know, making good health choices because they do, you know, they do see me. They watch me. They notice when I spend all evening on the computer or on my phone instead of taking a walk or doing some exercise. So, yeah. Yeah, I like it. All right, part two to achieving our goals, our question two, is what is future me going to be proud of? Now, this is important because it helps you kick surface level goals to the curb. If you are personally not going to be proud of anything in the future, then what's the point of the goal? So for me in, in the business goal, I would say that future me is going to be proud that we tried our best to get our message out there. 
Like I'm going to be proud that that we didn't just create this book, threw it up on Amazon and said, good luck, which is kind of what it's felt like a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to be proud of the fact that even nine months later, we're going to pick ourselves up, finally finish that book funnel and get eyeballs on it. So I'm going to be proud of the fact that we tried our best to not only create a book, which was a, an amazing goal and accomplishment in and of itself, um, and we did it in a week. Yeah. <laughs> How crazy were we? <laughs> um, but then that we that we actually tried our best to get the message out there so that people could reap the rewards of the advice we had to give. If you're enjoying this candid chat, you can get early access, exclusive content, and more by supporting us on Patreon. Simply visit patreon.com forward slash marketing moms. Now back to the show. All right. What is future you going to be proud of? Okay. I actually have a little bit of a specific thing, which is going to come in a little later. Um, but one of the things I did to get ready for my Q2 goal is I actually downloaded an app for like a plank challenge where you do a little bit more each day. And so one of my measurable chunks of my goal is getting through that challenge. So future me is going to be very proud of myself when I get to the end of that challenge. (laughs) Why? Because I, it's not something that current me can picture me doing. Mm, Okay. So current me is looking at that going, there is no way I'm going to get to the end. Because at the end, by the end of the challenge, it's a five-minute plank. Wow. And so current me is going, there is no way that is ever going to (laughs) happen. So future me is going to be very proud of me for that. (laughs) All right. I like it. Sorry, I just keep pushing you further. No, you're fine. Why? No. See, this deeper. is what I need, though. This is where I have problems with goal setting because I'm just like, stay up here on the surface without digging mm-hmm. very deep. And that, you know, doesn't make the best goals. Still good goals, but. Well, it, it's not better. about it making. Yeah, it's not about making it the best goals, but it's also helping you find a reason to be fully yep. invested in your goals. Because the more surface level you leave them, they're not going to happen. Yeah. Like they're less likely to happen. So. If you are like Angela and you need a little bit of a push, um, email us, DM yeah. us, tag DM us on Instagram. Uh, we are more than happy to to jump in and help push you and hold you accountable. Yep. We are and, here for you. And now we're saying our goals out loud and you guys can hold us accountable. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Okay, so the next question is how can I break this down into manageable chunks? So again, like it feels very daunting to just say a goal. And then every time you're like, okay, I'm going to work on getting that sales funnel. Like I'm going to work on getting 100 people through the sales funnel. Ooh, I got to actually finish the sales funnel. Oh, but I there's so many steps in it. Oh, but I haven't done this and I haven't done that. Like that's why you break it down into manageable chunks. And then from there, you can schedule the chunks out, right? So for example, yeah, I can't just say, oh, I'm going to send 100 people through. Oh, it feels too much and overwhelming. 
Breaking it down is what helps us manage it. That's why there are manageable chunks. So if you look at a chunk and you still feel a little overwhelmed, break it down further. Like, I don't care if you have to break it down into every single day for the next quarter, like 90 chunks. (laughs) Do it. Um, Okay, so for me and my goal, breaking it down would be part one would be finishing the sales funnel. So for that, I would – I'm not I would. I am going to, although because I'm not writing this down and I I need to go back and do it more in depth when we're not on air, but I'm going to break it down into each step of the sales funnel because there are different pages in the funnel. And then I need to break it down into doing the copy, doing the design, and doing the tech for each of those steps. And then I also need to focus on breaking down the emails and – Um, Writing the emails, setting up the emails, making sure delivery of what they purchase. So as you can see, like all that I'm saying is just for the sales funnel, which feels very overwhelming. But when I break it down into the chunks and I tackle one tiny piece at a time, when I sit down and say, today, I'm only going to worry about the tech for this one page, it feels so much more manageable than everything I just said. And that was just the sales funnel. Then I also, once we launch it, need to think about the traffic. And one of the manageable chunks I'm going to do is I pulled out um, Traffic Secrets by Russell Brunson. I actually pulled it off the shelf of my bookcase today. And that book, which if you uh, want a free copy, you just have to pay shipping. It's marketingmomspodcast.com forward slash traffic secrets. That is an affiliate link. But you just – it's traffic secrets, right? So there are several – let's see here. There are 20 different secrets of ways to get traffic. And so I'm going to read through those 20 secrets and see if I can't tackle each one, one at a time, and actually do the thing. And I'm not going to do like, oh, I'm just going to sit down and read the book and call it good. No, I want to like read a tiny chunk. Like I want to read a secret or a method of traffic getting. And then I want to go try that thing. And then I'll come back and read about something else and then go do it. So that's kind of my thing. It's not just about, hey, I'm going to read this book and call it good. Like I want to read a part of the book, go do the thing, and then come back for more. Because I think that happens to a lot of people is that when they want to learn something, they just, they're like, I'm going to take a course. And then they go through the course and then they never implement anything. Um, and then, then they're kind of, you know, stuck in that cycle. You muted Angela. <laughs> oh no. Uh- <laughs> That's what this meant. You're muted. This is the slash (laughs) over the mouth. I I know you guys can't see me, but I'm just like swiping across my face or my mouth. She didn't get it. She didn't get my signal that that she was totally muted. She probably just thought I was crazy. Uh, well, what I, I feel put an X say, over my mouth. Muted. You're muted. That's our new signal. You're muted. <laughs> or I'll just tell you you're muted. <laughs> yes. Um, so what I was going to say is I had been at a, to a uh, listen to a workshop one time and they were talking about net 
next steps, deciding next steps. And every time I work through my goals, I think about that because they talk about breaking it down until the next step is actually one step. And if you get stuck and you find yourself not doing the next step, you need to look and see, like, is that more than one step? So like an example would be if you have to make a phone call to somewhere and you keep putting it off. You're like, why am I putting it off? Well, because in order to make the phone call, I have to look up the phone number. So your next step isn't make the phone call. The next step is look up the phone number. And so for me, like being able to break things down to chunks like Jesse's talking about and then breaking them down into those really, really actionable steps is really helpful. Like what is the actual next step? Not just what do I need to do? <laughs> yes. Yeah. So I, I really like that. If if it's feeling too much, mm-hmm. figure out what is that next step. And like Angela said, looking like you might say, oh, that's silly. Breaking it down into step one, look up the phone number. But if that's what's going to help you do it, because yeah. once you do that step and you can check it off your list, you're going to feel that burst of accomplishment. Yeah. And you know what? Maybe you'll take a step further and make the phone call. Make the phone call. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Whatever it takes to get you started. Yep. Okay. So right. how how are you going to break yours down into manageable chunks? Okay. So I already talked a little bit about the first part being that challenge and it's a 30 day challenge. So that takes care of my first month of the quarter. Mm-hmm. Um, so my goal of that is to break it down into a couple of different challenges. So doing the planking challenge and then doing, um, like a little bit of a yoga challenge so that I'm doing a little bit of yoga every day. And hopefully by month three, so June, it will be nice and warm out and I can start doing like a running, like a couch to 5k type challenge Mm -hmm. for that last month. So for me, it's kind of breaking it down into those. And part of the reason I chose that is because the little challenges are already broken down into things that I have to do. So it's like a little bit off of my mental plate. Like I just have to pick the challenge and then it'll kind of take care. Like the planking challenge tells me every day, do this for this long. So yeah. So that's how I'm breaking it down into something a little more manageable. That's cool. Let me give you some more ideas. Set okay. an alarm. Yes. Set an I alarm want you to like, to remind yeah, like actually set an alarm to, oh, this is when I'm going to do the planking challenge. Mm-hmm. This is when I'm going to do the yoga challenge. Yeah. And if you know me, it has to be an alarm because I'll ignore a notification. Like, yes, I have. I know I've talked before about how many alarms I have on my phone <laughs> because well, those even if it's, off. hey, yeah, let's do the 10 minutes before the kids get uh-huh. home. Yep. And it like the alarm will go off no matter what, unless apparently I have my headphones in. I was super late to a meeting with Jesse <laughs> earlier this week because I had headphone like wireless headphones in that I was listening to something before bed and they fell out of my ears because I fell asleep listening to it. So they were still connected to my phone. And when my alarm went off, it only went off in the headphones and not actually on the phone. So that apparently is the only caveat. I cannot have my headphones connected to my phone or the alarm won't go off. (laughs) So that is why you could have something else that's not your phone. It's not your phone to remind you. Hey, don't you have like the Google 
I do. I will set a Google to remind. I was gonna me. say pull pull that out. I've been wanting to play with it a little more too. Well, there you go. We've I've tried a couple things, a couple new things since we did our episode on uh, voice activated assistants. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Ooh, love it. Okay, and then the last question in our achieving goals section is: What habits do I need, or things I have to do regularly? to achieve this goal. So for me personally, I'm going to take my own advice that I just told you and set alarms, like put it in my calendar to spend a certain amount of time. I haven't determined the amount of time yet, um, partly because I need to break down the goals into those manageable chunks and kind of figure out how long they're going to take me. But if I spend just a little bit of time each day Or even if it's not even each day, if I just say, I'm going to do this three days a week, Mm -hmm. like just remember achieving your goal doesn't have to be like when you say that you have a habit or something you do regularly, it doesn't mean every day. Right. There are monthly goals, there are weekly goals, and there are daily goals. And there are hourly goals if you want to get up out of your chair every hour, which I try to do. My Apple Watch yells at me because I ignore it. My Apple Watch yells at me too. (laughs) Fitbit, yeah. Um, So don't feel like we're specifically talking about daily goals. It doesn't have to be. So for me, I think I need to regularly schedule into my schedule. Maybe it's just waking up early. I mean, we already do that. We wake up early a couple days a week to focus on the podcast. So I need to continue that and add in a few extra times where I'm committing my time to actually sitting down and working on the manageable chunks. Yep. is So for me, what habits do I need? I need to actually put it in my schedule and not just talk about it. Yep. So I have basically the same habit. I need to put it in my schedule to set that alarm to remind myself to do this every day. Um, and it, I know Jesse talked about like it doesn't have to be the same or it doesn't have to be every day for her. So for me, it does have to be every day, but it doesn't have to be the same time every day. So I can actually set an alarm that says, okay, Monday morning, I need to do this, but my Tuesday afternoons are a little bit lighter. So I'll do it Tuesday afternoon instead of Tuesday morning. Uh, So just having that habit of making sure that that gets fit into my day, no matter what. And setting that alarm to remind myself that (laughs) you still have to do this today. And, of course, I have accountability in Jessie because I'm sure she's going to ask me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I was also going to say you can have accountability in your kids. Mm -hmm. So my husband, I'm going to use him as an example. Uh, He had a surgery a couple months back. And so he is working – towards regaining strength in his abs because they had to to cut into him. And so he is trying to daily do some sit-ups. And he actually has recruited our two-year-old to help him. And so every day they have a workout time. So they sit down, my two-year-old, you know, stands on his feet or whatever. Yeah. And they Aww. do it together. And so it's it's including the kids in the process too, right? right? So as marketing moms, maybe that's what it is, is maybe it's not the 10 minutes before your kids get home from school. Maybe it's the 10 minutes after. After. All right. Everybody's home from school. It's our 10 minute workout time. Yeah. 
and or 10 minute fitness time or whatever you want to call it. And so getting them involved, Angela said she wanted to be a role model for her kids to see her, but why not include them? So this is health and fitness, but maybe your personal goal has to do with, I don't know, cleaning the house. Maybe it has to do with reading a book. You can include the kids in any of these. Hey, guys, it's our 10-minute reading time. Yeah. So I would encourage you to get people involved. That does set good examples for them, even if it's just having them help you remember. Like my kids are really good about if I tell them like, hey, I'm trying to do – like when I was working on my blankets – for my nieces, my daughter, you know, I'd tell them like, I really need to work on the blanket every day. And they were really good about being like, have you worked on that today? (laughs) (laughs) So even just, and I think it's important sometimes to let our kids know that there, there are things that are important to us, like, you know, that are outside of necessarily them like that are important to us personally right you know it's important to me to get to read a little bit every day it's important to me to exercise a little every day it's important to me to whatever because I think that helps them kind of see us a little more two-dimensionally and realize you know it starts building that foundation of realizing that other people are people (laughs) I mean I I that reminds me of uh, being in school and Mm -hmm. failing to see that in our teachers Right. Our teachers were just teachers. It was so hard to see them as human beings that right. had personal lives, that had hobbies and that likes and dislikes. And in school. That don't just exist to teach me at school. <laughs> yes. So it's helping our kids see us beyond mom yeah. and as a human. Yep. I like it. All right. So that is us diving deep into the achieving goals section. The last step is the next steps. And so again, we are going to go more in depth than these in Q3, but we are going to run through them really quickly. Okay. So potential obstacles for me completing my goal is making excuses. Like I know me and I'm going to make an excuse of, oh, I could do it later or, oh, this other thing came up. And so I'm going to tackle these by putting it in my schedule. And if And just knowing, like, what can I do to prevent these obstacles? If I put it in my schedule, I'm affirming to myself right now that I will reschedule (laughs) if, if for whatever reason, uh, the time I allotted to it gets pushed. So I'm, I'm making it important. I'm making it a priority in my schedule. So I'm going to stay accountable because, well... I've told all of you what's going on, and I'm also, you know, telling Angela. And then this time is going to be different from all the other times I've set goals because of all the other things. I'm being held accountable. I'm putting it in my schedule. I'm not just willy-nilly saying, that would be nice. Like, I'm taking the actual steps to make it happen, and I'm prioritizing it. I hate the expression, I don't have time. Mm. I don't have time to do that. I don't have time is false. It's fake. That equals I'm not making it a priority in my life. There's no such thing as I don't have time. Everybody has the same amount of time in a day. So if other people make it a priority and find time to do it, you can too. 
When I don't have time, that equals I'm prioritizing everything else above it. So this time's different because I am making it a priority. Okay. Yep. That's me. (laughs) Okay. So for me, what are the potential obstacles? So I know we talked about them a little bit. One is just forgetting and one is not doing it because I don't feel like it. Mm. Those are the two biggest ones. So setting the alarm, scheduling it into my day, having a set time for this is time for this uh, is definitely a big part of overcoming that obstacle. And then also having that accountability with myself, my little app, my kids, Jesse, you guys having that accountability is going to be really key to keeping me from doing that. I don't really feel like it today. I'll do it tomorrow. And that's also one of the reasons that I set the everyday goal because I can give myself a little grace, but you know, when it's supposed to be every day, it's a little harder to put it off for a week. Yeah. So, um, so I already talked about what can I do to prevent the obstacles? Um, how am I going to stay accountable? I'm sure Jesse will check in with me. Um, you guys are welcome to check in with me. I'll try to post updates occasionally on how I'm doing. Um, And then also my kids and my husband, I'm sure, will keep me accountable. He's pretty good about that if I ask him to. So how is this time going to be different? The biggest thing for me is going to be having that accountability to actually put it out there, say it, and have people expecting me to stick with it is going to be different because usually I kind of set these goals privately and then Mm -hmm. I have a hard time sticking to them and it doesn't really matter because nobody else is paying attention. (laughs) (laughs) So the accountability is a big thing for me this time. Okay. I like it. All right. So to wrap up, we talked about one personal and one business goal. Um, If you – we were actually working off of a worksheet that we handed out during our goal workshop. So if you want your own copy for free, just head over to marketingmomspodcast.com forward slash goal workshop. Even if you choose not to watch the replay of the workshop, you will get the worksheet for free. So so that's how you can grab that worksheet to work off of. And your challenge for the next week is to sit down, really dig deep. And I want you to set a business goal and a personal goal, just one of each. If you feel like you can really tackle more, go for it. But we don't want you to feel overwhelmed. And we think that having one of each is going to start a really great balance so that you're not letting one fall to the wayside over the other. You're showing priority to both sides of your life. And if you feel like sharing and want some accountability, um, share on our Instagram or DM us or email us. And we'll help you with some accountability and encourage you as you go along. Yeah. And if you decide to discuss your goals, how it's going, do, you know, Instagram stories or posts or whatever, tag us at Marketing Moms Podcast. You know, funny story. I did that yesterday. Um, I did it on my personal Instagram, actually. I was saying how my, like secret weapon to balancing working and being mom was my BFF Crock-Pot. And I tagged Crock-Pot and they messaged me back. I feel famous. <gasps> That's awesome. 
super exciting. <laughs> because Crockpot sent me a couple emojis, okay? <laughs> it's the little things. It's the little things. But it's seriously, things. I would die without my Crockpot. That yes. is Crock-Pot's so my awesome. secret weapon. I mean, I threw in, um, well, that and Pinterest. Gotta love me some Pinterest. I had some ingredients. Like I had this block of cream cheese that I really needed to use. And so I looked on Pinterest for cream cheese, chicken, and crock pot. And I found this chili recipe. It was delicious. Just throwing that out there. I was super (laughs) excited. I love trying new recipes that turn out good. (laughs) Yes. I think some of my best recipes have come from Pinterest. Mm -hmm, For sure. So, All right. Well, go make those goals. Let us know if you get stuck anywhere. We're here to help. And we'll see you around the Instagrams. (laughs) Thank you for joining us today. We're so honored this is where you chose to spend your time. If this episode helped you in some way, please share it with another mom who needs to hear it. We're in this together. And if you're looking to spend even more time with us, visit marketingmomspodcast.com for more episodes, free goodies, and ways to connect. Don't forget to check out our brand new Marketing Moms book now available on Amazon. 